Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Fiddling with the knobs, we have babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hi, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Got a lot going on. Monday night football last night, eight in a row now I've hit, guys. Wow. Saints Saints aren't as lucky. Yeah, I'll take that. We're going to go over that game. In a second, we have soccer going on right now as we speak. Was it the Netherlands and Portugal? We finally had a an underdog advance, and that was uh, Morocco over Spain in penalty kicks. Nice. Spain didn't even get a penalty kick, right? They're like, we're not scoring at all today. Nah, Harry's we do not want to put zero. What happened, Harry? You you mushed another team? Is that what happened? No, I just I was in a pool with a buddy, and I had Spain. And uh, oh. I mean, how do you how do you lose three nothing in penalty kicks? I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't well, understand because you picked them and you picked Belgium. You, you might not have a knack that could have gone. Never a lot said I was never, when he's never said about, I was good at soccer. Talking about being in a pool with a buddy, I thought that was going to go a different <laughs> way. But all right, you take that. Uh, yeah, uh, I do want to say congratulations, Kyle Leaks, L E I X Leaks. Like, sorry about that. Eleven right. You win a hundred bucks in our pick'em contest. That's extrapoints.com slash arcade. Hench also won eleven. Kevin Hench of minus three. This guy, Bright, 57 games over 57 games over 500 in the ESPN pool, which wow. we figured out is hundreds of thousands, right? And he's like tied for fourth overall. That's ridiculous. Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's funny. I think in our pool, in our picks, I'm four behind him, but I feel like I'm a, I'm a, I feel like I'm a hundred behind him. I was going like, to say, how are you? I'm starting to feel that way him? too, Bri. I, yeah. Well, I've had, I've had a really good run too. I've had, I haven't had a bad week um, in a while. I mean, the problem is Hench just keeps going the last, I don't know, six, seven weeks. It's nine, 10 yeah. wins every week. Wow. Now I was nine and five, uh, Hench 11 and three brother. Bri- Wait, what were you, Bri? Eight and six. I think I was eight and six. Yeah. Harry was seven and seven. Polly kid three and 11. All right. Yeah. You got to bounce back. You'll just bounce back. That'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're done. Uh, one more. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl is a week from Saturday, December 17th. Washington State, Fresno State. The Cougars are a one and a half point favorite. Go there, get your tickets. That's going to be fun. Come by and say hi. Now, let's hit this Thursday. Uh, I'm sorry, this Monday night game. Like I said, eight in a row. <laughs> the Bucks are so bad, and they're minus 750 to win the division. They were 25 to one on the live line and they pull it out 16, three they're down with a little more than three minutes left. And then Brady did his thing. And I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I don't know what to say about this. This is their six and six and they haven't clinched the division, but they've won it. Right. Parley kid. I mean, it just doesn't seem like anyone's going to compete with them. Well, that could, that could have done it. Um, yeah. Look, uh, I'm probably the only one who had Tampa yet. I was still a loser in that game yesterday. Right. But I felt like a winner because I had Tampa really on the money line with uh, some things parlayed. So that was a miracle victory. And I'm sure, I don't know if we'll even talk about it, but that, that Ingram play is quite incredible. Harry's very upset by it. Harry says he's watching 50 times. I mean, my gosh, that is brutal. If you're a Saints fan or had the Saints 
on the uh, you know to win yesterday. Absolutely disgusting, and uh, I'd be uh, pissed. But yeah, Tampa, what? this is their it's theirs to lose now. They would have to completely fall apart. And let me, but Sal, after watching that game last night, really, aren't they just barely keeping it together, Tampa Bay? Uh, yeah, their defense is still pretty good. Offensively, I feel like they just have no explosive players. Yeah, he can't throw downfield. He's missing throws. Well, they, like they, they have a lousy run night, game. Lousy, lousy not, run game. Yeah, he doesn't want to get hit, Brady. So mm-hmm. he's constantly just checking the ball down. It's quick, just we're quick constant checkdowns. Cotton, all these guys. Yeah, uh, Martin Weiss, big Saints fan. Did 20 minutes on the Ingram play, Harry. Second and eight, they're up 16-3. He runs, he can get a first down. He runs out of bounds a yard short. It's third and one. They end up punting, and that uh, that started it off. But you you hated that play, huh? It's just inexcusable. I mean, White, who's a great defender, even backs off at the end. He's allowing to him to get the first down. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to – Ingram sees that, and he still does what he does to go out of bounds yeah. a little bit short. Um, just – Dive forward and the ball will be marked a first down and, and the game's going to be over. Right. And the play just call. Like it's unacceptable. There. The next play call was just as bad as that play, though. Like, yeah. Right? I don't even remember what it was now. Well, they threw downfield. It, right? it, was, it was the pass. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, that was it. So, like, like, between those two, it's inexcusable. Like, honestly, that was brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal. Babyface, what do you think of that Ingram stepping out of bounds? It's making its way on the uh, on the internet now. It it like reminded me a lot of when we go out for dinner with Harry and he like almost gets the check. Like it's oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Short. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is like a, it is similar. Right. Harry <laughs> really does have alligator arms though. His arms are very short. Like it's 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 one like honestly, his his arms Boy. do not match. Boy. <laughs> Seriously, if Harry put yeah, his hands up right I'm now, still, listen, I, that, 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 that Long Island dinner last year, I'm still paying for that Long Island dinner last year. It's <laughs> a Long Island dinner. <laughs> that was like five Zicoli's at that dinner. I'm still uh, paying for that. Right. Well, that's because that's Ken told him he had to pay. It had nothing. Otherwise, Ken would have yeah, paid. You were under, a, it was a project. I told, no, there, I told him going project, in. Project, split, Harry. Harry. It was a project that involved you paying. So there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, Ingram was hurt. I will say that, which yeah, is probably was, why he shouldn't have been in the game. He like, I don't know if you see the very end of that play, but he like doubles over in pain. Like, uh, well, like he's like, give me yeah, a toilet. Yeah, wasn't that long before yeah. where he looks significantly hurt? Right? Why right. is he back in that game? Why are you throwing to him but, in that right. position out of the backfield? Like, well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, look again. As a football player, you got to do what you got to do to get a first down there. But still, he that that's also on the coaches. Uh, right, sure. I agree. But also, a white, white back, a white's bearing down on you and going to crush you out of bounds. That's one thing. He backed off. All you had to do is do one more step forward, and the game's over. He could have. So it. stupid. He could have. He probably didn't think of it as, in those terms that the game's over. He's probably mm. like, "All right, I'm in pain. I'm going to get out, and maybe we'll get a favorable that's mark." The, the, that's the dumb move of the NFL so far this season. I'll tell you dumb, what, another another dumb one. I thought after Dalton got sacked when they're up sixteen ten, now it's third and twenty. Delivers a great pass to uh, Taysom Hill, and it gets jarred loose. It's incomplete, but yeah. I, I'm like, why aren't they running there? I swear, I'm like, as soon as he dropped back the pass, I'm like, you got to burn this time out for the Bucks. It's not a fast-moving offense, and as it turns out, they scored with four seconds left. I thought that was strange. So, so yep. it, it was maybe the worst loss of the year, right? I mean, at 25-1 to 1 odds on the live line, it's got to be 
right <laughs> up there. But uh, I had longest completion for Dalton. I've hit that now six in a row for uh, like a quarterback to compl- his longest completion over. That hit early. Harry, you lost yeah. on your Brady passing yards under. What was it, 272 and a half? <laughs> 272 and a half. And uh, if, if I'm doing the math. And if they go down the field, which they did at the end, he would have finished with 271 yards. So no matter what, if he got all pa- all passing yards, he would have 271. There was a run there for 10 yards. So I'm mm. like, oh, this is in. This is in once they're at the five. And then I'm thinking uh, mathematically it could only land 271 unless there's a holding call uh, or a penalty the where it's brought back, which <laughs> Tampa Bay scores, mm-hmm. called penalty uh, holding. <laughs> so now Brady gets another because they now push it back from the five to the 15. So now if they score, I'm going to lose. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, Parley Kid will say that Evans <laughs> should have caught a touchdown pass if he wasn't. I mean, the guy like pants them right in the well, middle of the field. Well, let's face it. Like so I had Evans. Been... I took a lot of crap for taking Evans for a touchdown. But yeah. He scores, right? If, if he was literally on the goal line, that ball landed oh, a yeah. foot in front of him, but the guy had wrapped him up and he couldn't make the catch. So right. um, that would have worked out for me, but it didn't. And then I. Brian, yeah, Brian had Olave over 40, 56 and a half yards. That hit. Good job by you. None of us had the uh, Taysom Hill to score first. Uh, nah. We should have known. There you go. So. That's that. Uh, let's. I want to look at these. This playoff picture. We touched on it yesterday. Some of these six and seven seeds potentially. Where is the best best value for teams to make the playoffs? We're going to do this every every Tuesday probably for the next month. But um, in the AFC, let's do AFC first. I'm going to go Chargers at plus one forty five. I've not been a fan of this team all year, but I do think there's value in them going 10 and seven, they're six, they're six and six right now. They have the Colts, the Broncos and the Rams. And now I know this is the chargers, so you can't say they have to win all those games, but if they do win those three winnable games that they'll be favored. And you're looking at nine and six then the dolphins at home and then the Titans uh, and Joey Bosa return could make a difference down the stretch. I do like plus plus one forty-five as an AFC representative in the playoffs at, as a seven seed parlay kid, you're taking the jets. Yes, I I love the Jets at plus one hundred to make the playoffs. I mean, if you there's so much fight in this Jets team, Sal. Like the Jets mm-hmm. are fun to watch. Uh, now that Mike White, look, I know he didn't win the game uh, for them the other day, but I think the Jets feel pretty good about him going forward. Here, uh, they've had their rookie receiver uh, Wilson. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Unfortunately, uh, with Brees Hall injury is hurting the Jets, but they're pretty balanced on both sides of the ball right now. Their defense is a top-notch defense. They have an excellent head coach. I think I'm getting even odds for a team that's out. I don't see them slipping out Mm. of this playoff. I don't see it happening. Um, I'm trying to pull up their remaining schedule well, right now. The only now. thing I'll say is you might get better odds if you wait on them to lose to the Bills, if you think that's, that's going to happen point. this week. Yeah, that, That's a great point, Sal. Um, uh, yeah, at Bills, home versus Detroit, home versus Jacksonville, two wins. Mm-hmm. And then at Seattle, at Miami, Miami might not need that game at that point. Right. Uh, I think the Jets are getting to 10 wins here, Sal. They're going to find right. a way to get to 10 wins. That's That's the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. Right, they're over under so, nine and a half, so it's kind of the same bet, right? If you get to ten, if you're betting them over, it's um they're going to need ten probably to get yeah. in the AFC. Yeah. yeah, I like the Jet. I like the Jets to make the playoffs. I, you know, but yeah, I probably would take them to just make it, right? I mean, they you probably have to. You're right. They probably have to get to ten 
Although a couple of these teams could really falter and still make it, could right? Be nine and eight with tiebreakers. Right, because yeah. I don't. I mean, I personally, I know you're taking the Chargers. I don't love the Chargers just because I could see them easily losing these next two games at home, right? Hmm. Miami and Tennessee. And if that's the case, you're six and eight now. All of a sudden, yeah. there's the potential the Raiders even right could be a seven and seven at that right. point in time. Um, you have teams that, you know, you have well, the, the charges and, I can get for eight and a half also. Maybe that's the way to go, to go ooh. over eight and a half. And then they lose one of those and I'm not in as bad a shape for the playoffs, but yeah. So Jets, well, their last well, three are solid. The last, I mean, the Colts, Rams, yeah, Colts, Rams, and Broncos, Denver, so but they'll get the tripped up somewhere though. I, uh, I don't know when Bosa comes back, but he seems to make a, a lot of the difference and could scare a team in the playoffs. So you don't want to play them as a seven. If they're the seven and you're the two. I mean, the Chiefs have had trouble with them, right? Um, who would be the uh, the Bills could be a two. So well, they're yeah. The problem with them, you just don't know with injuries, right? They've been yeah. when their centers. Our buddy Paulie complains to me all the time. Right. Like when their centers out, they're just a mess on the offensive line. So it just mm-hmm. depends who's playing. If they're fully healthy, you definitely do not want to play yeah. them. But if they are not, um, like again, as a Raider fan, I would love to always play the Chargers, but. Another team I could see being scared of them. Well, you did it. I mean, Harry is a Raider fan. That this nice little run is over because Harry's <laughs> taking the Raiders at six to one to make the playoffs. Oh. Oh. Three wins in a row. Ten of their twelve games have landed single digits, so they're close in every game. They got to beat the Rams on Thursday, obviously, but they have winnable games. The Raiders do. New England, Pittsburgh, and a Jimmy G list San Francisco squad, and then at the end of the season. They play Kansas City where it may not mean anything. Kansas City might be locked in here. Um, I don't love the Jets like part like it and Brian do a little bit here. They have three rough road games left with Buffalo, Seattle, and Miami. Uh, Darren, I'm not giving that. That's definitely not a guaranteed win uh, against Detroit. Detroit's been fantastic. I'll get to them in a second, too. But also, Sal, I don't love the Chargers. Listen, I gave the Chargers out to make the Super Bowl, but two and four in the last six. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, just five total touchdowns Terrible. combined. And uh, I think the Raiders look car just needs to let Adams, let Jacobs carry them. Jacobs, 600 total yards the last three weeks. He's got 1,600 for the season. He, he may wind up with 2,300 yards away. He's so, going. Um, I love this. Crazy. I, so, I the love Raiders are worth a shot. As soon as I yeah. went away from them, they started winning. That was it. Uh, Harry, you should probably take them over seven and a half wins. I mean, if, even if you fall short at, at nine wins, uh, fall yeah, short of the playoffs, that's a, that's a good bet. I mean, it's I like not, that. Not, it's I do not like six it. to one. I do like yeah, it. Yeah, do that, Bri. Over seven and a half. They're getting at least eight. They're coming back. All right, uh, let's make our NFC picks. Hate to say this, but the Giants are good value here at even odds. Giants yeah. and Jets were both even last week. They're yep. both even this week. Um, they're over under eight and a half. Seahawks, I think they're really just fighting the Seahawks. So, I mean, we could make a case for the Lions and some of these five and seven teams, you know, but the Giants, the Seahawks have the Chiefs, the 49ers and the Jets. I think they slide a bit here. We've seen them take a step back. Um, Eight losses for them if they lose those three. Meanwhile, the Giants, I was looking at it, a lot of emphasis put on that Washington game that's been flexed to next Sunday night. But if nine seven one gets you in, I have Seattle at nine and eight. I think the Giants are already seven wins. They could be nine seven and one and get in. And you have Philly in a meaningless, almost definitely going to be a meaningless game week eighteen. Mm. And then you have the Colts who can't beat anyone and might be tanking. Yeah. I'm with Eddie Spaghetti here. I think you get two more wins and go nine seven and one, and you're in. Uh, Polly Kid, you're with me. I am, but uh, I'm looking at this a little bit more closely now. Um, one, let's not. Uh, Hold on one second. Let's not take the uh, 
the Eagles and say that's that, that last game because when you think if you think about it, mm-hmm. if the Cowboys went out, including a win over the Eagles, that last game is going to mean something, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. Like the cow. I don't know the tie breaking situation, but if the Cowboys went out and they got three losses going into that last game and the Eagles have two, it's going to mean something. That is kind of conceivable to happen. So, but either way, I guess you know they are also you got to throw Washington in there too at seven, five and one, um, you know, if Washington beats the giants in that next game that they play, uh, right. Yeah, I'm I saying Washington gets in. I think the, I think Seattle's a, so you're, you're saying Washington's in and, ah, uh, I, I, wow. That's interesting. Sal. Okay. So um, Sal, you're, you're better off though. Cause I, I probably mistook what you're asking us on this question in terms of the seating. But if you, yeah. if you like the giants to make it right, you, you take the Seattle not to make it right. Cause they're well, like, it's plus, just, yeah, you can do that. Plus, the best, but, the best value in a playoff bet. Yeah. Right. Because they? they're Seattle, not, not to make it's plus three fifty. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Seattle's right. got the tie break over the Giants too. Right. There's no well, tie Seattle's break. Winning. They have the a tie. Is, well, Seattle's, Seattle's, case, there's well, a tie. In case, in case. They're winning in t- in two more games minimum, right? <laughs> yeah. They got Carolina at home this coming week. Well, they're getting to mm-hmm. nine probably. And then they got right? the Rams the last week. That's nine. I think that's right? where they end. I think they're and nine now, and eight. You, you know, you got your home versus San Fran, home versus the Jets at KC. Mm. Um, I think they win one of those games. All I mean, right. I I think they get into ten. So All right. I, I do, but I still like the Giants here, Sal. I think the Giants, uh, like you're saying, uh, nine, seven, and one is going to be good enough to get them into the playoffs at even uh, money odds right here. Well, then they're you're saying they're, games you're too, saying so they're making it over Washington, then, right? If you're saying Seattle's making it, I think they're making it, it over Washington. Yes, sir. And so that's then you're probably, I, I think that's happening. I mean, what are they going to get? Four and a half points there in that game? I mean, they were getting points. Right. At, that's at what life. I, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. If you like that, right, you take the Giants' money. The Giants' line. money. Well, line. again, a lot of it, Sal. A lot of it depends. It sounds it's a, a big F. So much of this could depend on if the Cowboys beat the Eagles. Yeah. If the Cowboys lose to the Eagles, mm-hmm. okay, let's say everything else is equal. Like every Cowboys, we still play the out. Titans and we still play the Commanders. I, I, right. the Commanders is but the last game. Let's just say but, yeah. they're going to be favored probably in those games, right? Yeah. So if the Cowboys win the games they're favored in, and the Eagles do the same, but the Cowboys beat the Eagles mm-hmm. again, that if the, the that game against Washington is going to mean something on the last day for the Cowboys. You know, it's one of those games where, all right, if we win and the Eagles lose, we get it. Or we could rest our players because we're probably going to be playing next week and the commanders need it more. Right. I, I, I could see it being like, why are the cat? Why isn't Dak playing when we have a shot at when? Right. I don't know. I, I just, I know I, uh, I hate those situations, I, but it's it, right now. That's the big if is that last week. Yeah. It could mean nothing to yeah, the Eagles. True. And the Cowboys, but mean everything to the Giants right. and Washington. Everything right. could mean everything to them. So yeah. uh, let's see. I guess we really don't know. So, Bri, you like the Seahawks. Well, um, yeah. So, so if, if that, yeah. So, if, like for me, even though I'd like the Seahawks to make the playoffs, I'm, I'm taking the Giants not to make the playoffs, right? Cause to me, mm-hmm. there's, re- there's real potential here that they go seven, seven and one going into that indie game, right? I mean, if you, you know, I mean, look, could could they win any of those next three games? Sure, um, they could. But I, I I do think if they fall to the Eagles here at home, that's gonna that Washington game. They're gonna be trending down now for about five straight weeks here. 
I think they're going to struggle probably <laughs> in Washington. And now, yeah. you know, now you you have to win those last two. You got to hope for you got to hope for some help there. So I I right. do think what Darren was saying too with Seattle. I think you know they get they get to at least nine and seven, but I do think they could steal one of those games, whether right. it's the 49ers okay. or the Jets at home. I right. do think they can steal one okay. of those. All right, Harry, you're going with the lion. Big, big swing here again on the Ooh, NFC side. Well, Lions. Look, Brian, Brian, I kind of like your play there with the Giants first, though, because they are one, three, and one in the last five. They scored 20 points or more just once. Who says they're going to win any games down the stretch? True. Who knows okay. with this team? You know, uh, Detroit has been that one of the hottest teams in football. Four and one in the last five. Their only loss was by three to Buffalo on Thanksgiving. Uh, last four games, it scored 31 points or more in three, uh, uh, 31 points in three of them. Golf, just one pick the last six games, eight touchdowns. And I'm not saying this is going to be my lock of the week or anything like that, because, but uh, but it might be because the last four games, they play Minnesota this week, Detroit. And then they have that a crucial game against the Jets, which I think if they win that one, then they win this one against Minnesota. Minnesota has 4-0 against Detroit in their last four games, but won by a total of 10 points. This, this is Detroit your team. team has this been is your, you can't have I the know, I know. Players, I, I think Minnesota might lose this week. The Vikings can't be the best team that nobody's count. Everyone's counting out. They're an underdog somehow in Detroit. And, I, and I you're saying it. Detroit's going to win. I think Detroit wins. Then if Detroit beats the <laughs> Jets, listen, I, I tell you, you might be right about it, but they would definitely, Detroit would need, if, if I got Seattle as the six and then somebody's a seven, yeah, Washington's going to have to falter somewhere for uh, for Detroit to get in, but still. Well, like you just said you just playing. said the Giants are going to might not win the rest of the year, so that means Washington gets that win. I don't yeah, know. It's too much might, for the Lions. It's yeah. too much. I do. I do. Um, I agree, though. I kind of like the Lions too. But, well, here, yeah. here's the other thing, Harry. There's another one: seven that's and a half wins. You got to go over seven and a half if you think they're going to be in the mix, right? You're going to get yeah, there too. If you that have too. the Raiders and Lions to get at least nine, you have to go seven and a half. I don't mm, know. Yeah. There's a lot to think about. Yeah. There's still five weeks left. All right, let's take a break. And we'll be back to talk college football. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, the final four for the Heisman Award has been named Caleb Williams, and then the others don't really matter, right? Stetson Bennett, Max Duggan, and C.J. Stroud. No Hendon Hooker, Harry. No hand and hooker. No, boy, you know, injured. You lose. You, you give up sixty three to. Uh, he didn't South give up sixty three. I know he didn't, but the team did. Yeah. You know how that works. What a yeah, crap! What a crappy pick that was. What a crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, that I mean, Caleb Williams. I, and I think I texted you guys when he had like a forty five yard run. I'm like, oh my god, that Caleb Williams rushing over under was uh, oh. 32 and a half. He had 75 rushing yards. They should change this parley kid. He had 75 rushing it. yards and then I took told- so many sacks that so, he actually ended up going under his I've rushing total, 32 and a half. Yeah. Since watching my son play division three football. It's not fair. Where he actually has like decent rushing numbers. Yeah. But he, he gets sacked so often. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. that he's always like, it's a, like, he's got like negative rushing numbers for the year. It's it's unbelievable. He how should be that, up there instead of Bennett. It should be Kyle Sacoli <laughs> for the fourth. Uh, how, how, is, how is getting sacked? Why is it different in the pros than in college? That that right. that, that statistic. It's stupid. That is so dumb. dumb. It is I, dumb. You know, if you're it, taking it's, off it's, and, it, and 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 it's a it's a drawn up play and you end up getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage, I could see it. But sacks can't count as negative carries. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Really stupid. But anyway, all Stetson Bennett does is win games. That's all he does. Yeah, I know, but it is a stats. I mean, everything's stats based, uh, right? Yeah. And uh, and all Georgia does is graduate um, eighteen pros on defense. So I, I don't know. It's uh, it's a tough one. So, but that's the final four. I don't even know if these other guys show up unless they get. You know, we were talking about they get a nice meal in New York. Uh, Stetson Bennett and the Max Duggins and the C.J. Strouds, but Caleb Williams. Who was was it? One of you guys or somebody tweeted? We talked about extra points on extra points. Right, Caleb Williams hobbling around. If he doesn't play next year, he's still a top five pick, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah, probably. Right, I think you. You're, they're probably looking at Caleb Williams like a a bigger, stronger Kyler Murray, right? When you when you look in terms of like similar, right? Both right. Both, both, uh, both playing under Riley, um, comparable types of players in terms of being able to run and throw, mm-hmm. but. Well, yep. being just a now the, the NIL version. money makes it a little more complicated 
uh, parlay kid, but could you see a guy like Caleb Williams sitting? We, we've talked about it. I, I still think that we're going to see like an Arch Manning type play four years of college and make $12 million and say, all right, I'm sick of getting my bell rung and that's it. I'm not going to turn pro. Can we see guys to guys sit out bowl games, guys sit out champion uh, conference championship games. Could Caleb Williams sit out the next year and affect his draft status? Oh, well, no, it wouldn't Sal. I mean, uh, Micah Parsons didn't play. Right. Um, right. Uh, didn't hurt him at all. I mm-hmm. know they're different positions. Um, Trey Lance, uh, he missed a year. Correct. Am I correct yep. when I say that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Lance he, not he only played like two COVID games or year, something. Right? It was like the yeah. COVID year, right? Yeah. The COVID. Um, I wonder if it's different, but yeah, you're no, right. But it yeah. didn't hurt, but I'm saying it didn't hurt his draft. He still mm-hmm. was a top five pick in the draft. Right. right? So I don't think uh, these guys not playing at all. I, uh, I wonder really uh, what the, the wonders it might do for their bodies actually sure. to fully recover and just work out and train. Um, mm-hmm. Would it be terrible, Sal? Not a, not an awful idea. Yeah. I think we're going to see it. Um, maybe not with Caleb Williams, but we'll see it soon. Uh, I'll tell you what did hurt his draft stock had 75 rushing yards and ended up with 30. Um, that's bad. The team's looking bad. <laughs> Uh, let's each give a bowl game. Uh, it starts up really next week, right? It really starts up. Wait, well, 10, 12, yeah, I guess late next week is right. Harry, there's some, there's some in the middle of the week, but late next week, uh, Jimmy Kimmel bowl. I mentioned on the 17th, let's each give one that you look at. Now this is tough because of everything we talked about. Maybe a quarterback doesn't play, maybe a running back, someone going pro, but so don't hold us to this. If Marshall's quarterback doesn't play, but I do like them minus 10 over UConn in the Myrtle beach bowl. Are you kidding me? They had a four game winning streak to get in. They have a top 10 defense. I think they allowed like 16 points a game. They have Kalen LeBorn over 1400 yards rushing, which is 12th in the nation. Meanwhile, Mm. UConn, a surprise team may just be happy to be there. Six and six. They got blown out by army. In fact, five of their six losses have been by double digits an average of 26. Even if you back out Michigan, it's an average of uh, 19. I think they beat a couple of bad teams down the stretch to get in BC and UMass were four and 20 combined. I think this is 28, 13 thundering herd win over uh, the Yukon Huskies. That's my pick for the Myrtle mm, beach bowl. Interesting. Uh, Brother bride jump in there. I know you well, like Florida towards the end of the year. Yeah, well, you know what I, I so I liked Florida getting ten against Florida State, and they they covered. Uh, kind of were lucky to cover um, that game, but you know the reason I liked it. And look, th- this is one of those when you talk about guys not playing right. Anthony Richardson, who had a pretty terrible year in general, uh, declared himself for the draft because they're saying he's maybe the fourth or fifth best quarterback in this draft. So they might be down to their third or fourth string quarterback mm. in this game, but. The reason I like them, you know, getting 10 points, you know, this is a team, especially for Billy Napier, right? Coming over to Florida. It's been a down year for him, like, a, you know, a learning adjustment in the SEC. A, a bowl win here, especially against the state, will be very important for a guy like this. He had so much success at Louisiana. He won pretty easily. I think the last, well, last year's bowl, he won easily against Marshall, right? Was it Marshall? I think that game. The year before, he won. Um, as well. So he, he's got experience in these bowls. He plays well in these bowls. Um, so, you know, an SEC team that's kind of down, getting 10 points against the right. Pac 12 team. We saw what o- Oregon State did last year, right? Um, sucking in the Jimmy Kimmel ball, right? Uh, right. Or TJ. Um, mm-hmm. So they might be a little, they come into this game hot. 
Um, and defensively, they played well, but they might just be a little bit overrated. I'm going to say Florida. Florida keeps this. Okay. Florida still still have their running back, so um, I like that. First, Harry, Alamo Bowl, uh, Washington, Texas. Yeah, I'm going to take the Huskies plus the six. Um, before the season started, I gave out Washington over seven and a half wins. They had 10 this year with a whole brand new coaching staff. I think the line is too high. Washington beat Michigan State at home, put up 38 points in that game. They beat Oregon on the road, mostly because of uh, Indiana transfer Michael Penix Jr. He was tremendous this year. Um, He had... uh, 10 of his 12 games, 300 yards or more. Very balanced offense, 32 rushing touchdowns the team did with 30 passing touchdowns. Washington third in passing in the NCAAs and fourth in total yards. Texas uh, uh, had one receiver all season eclipse 100 yards receiving. Washington had nine games where receivers mm. went over 100. B. John Robinson, don't get me wrong, for Texas, tremendous running back. He'll get his in this game. But overall, I think Washington getting six. Uh, with Penix, a quarterback, is a play. Dude, that's a guy I could see not playing. B. John Robinson. Right. Right. For whatever yeah, yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. I, my, my yeah assumpt- maybe Penix, though, too. Yeah, Penix, my too. <laughs> my assumption would be, like, why would Robinson play in this game? I Yeah, you're almost better off just taking these December 16th bowl games because you're going to see fewer uh, pro prospects, I think. I don't know. But anyway, Parley Kid, uh, you like Florida State. Florida State minus eight and a half over Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma... Mm. Had a very mediocre year, six and six, lost losers of three out of their last four, actually started the year three and oh, went three and six in the last nine. Florida State, kind of the opposite, started the year three and oh, lost three straight to teams that were ranked all within the top like uh, 20 by a combined 18 points in those three games. Finished the year on a great note, winning five and actually won four in a row to start, won five in a row to the at the end. Bowl game is in Florida. The Cheez It Bowl, I believe. Uh, right? It's not the Cheetos Bowl. I think it's the Cheez It uh, Bowl. What is it, babyface? Look that up. Harry, you should have these memorized. No team, yeah. I think, <laughs> at this point has had more players opt out than Oklahoma has. Yeah. I, I think at least four or five starters have opted out of this game. And uh, mm-hmm. to a team that's already very, uh, had a mediocre season. They seem like they're packing this one in Oklahoma. They could, uh, I don't think they could not, not care less about this one. Um, you know, yeah. I wonder if the thing to do is as soon as the lines come, it is the cheese at bowl. Thank you, baby face. Thank as, you. As soon as the lines come out, just pound the big underdogs thinking that, I don't know if there's equal uh, opting out on either side, you know, that number maybe isn't reflective of what the final is going to be. I'm not sure. At least in maybe some of these big. So, I say that um, as I as I give minus ten. Yeah. So do you have a your latest favorite cheese it recently though? <laughs> oh, favorite cheese it. Oh, yeah. actual cheese it. Um, yeah. Uh, we had. Uh, it's funny you ask. I like the Parmesan Ridge cheese it. Mm. Um, I have to look it up now. I, I think I'm talking about the right thing. What's your favorite now? No, I and you you had gotten me hooked on like the buffalo, That's right. like the buffalo one, and there was yeah. like a there was some other one that I had at your house that was really good. That's why I was yeah, curious if there's any new kinds now. that uh, you like. Oh, I hate they cheeses. Good ones. Hey, you don't like them? <laughs> no, they're so dry. Dan, they're so you go dry. Goldfish? Uh, you go goldfish. Over I don't around. like goldfish. I don't like that mm-hmm. stuff. Nope. Interesting. Coffee at your house? Who cares? Don't drink coffee. Coffee. Coffee's a household. 
white cheddar. There's a ridge like white cheddar. Uh, that's pretty good. There's a four cheese. Yeah, they're really doing uh, really doing a lot of things there here. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's take another break, and uh, we will be back with the oh Hall of Fame Fred McGriff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Uh, you know, I thought this was going to be a little more fun. And uh, you know, no. the Paulie kid took a stance against Fred McGriff <laughs> making the Hall of Fame. No, then I, I think he did some research and he's like, yeah, maybe he should be in there. Yeah, no. Well, I, I, I the stance was, again, it was a kind of a question like Fred McGriff, huh? And then yeah. I, I did because, um, you know, I'm, I'm this Hall of Fame process really bothers me. But looking at this process, I I don't know how many different committees there are now. But now mm-hmm. this was a committee of 16 people, which included, which I've been calling for. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's always been there, but Alan Trammell was on it. Chipper Jones was on it. Ah. So had like a committee of former players. But yeah. I, this oh, is Chipper still, Jones was on the panel? Of, I, yes. He's on the, the outside looking in. Voting. Really, to be on voting. The panel? These was, there were 16 people who voted on this crew of wow. players. And mm-hmm. Jones, Trammel, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, Theo Epstein was on it, right? Like, kind of a stra- uh, eclectic group of people here, huh. um, amongst other people. But then doing some research, I go, you know, uh, let me look up, you know, McGriff's uh, stats and stuff. And I'm like, I compare them. I'm like, you know what? McGriff's numbers are basically comparable to David Ortiz's numbers, mm-hmm. right? And as far as I told you, his numbers were good. McGriff was did it clean, and Ortiz did not do it clean. That's what McGriff said uh, when he was asked about Bonds and Clemens falling short. He said, "Don't do drugs, kids." I think that quote is pretty good. Uh, That's pretty good. Get him in. I agree. Um, I agree with that. But Sal, I do have one guy who should be in. There's a lot of guys that should be in. Todd Helton, he's got to get in. I don't care where he played. You can't. Fault the guy from from you don't where like that skate. My thing is like I don't look at I haven't looked at stats right so maybe I'm wrong but he says a name and that's my immediate reaction I'm like right, ah. right you know I, I mentioned that uh, Mad Dog I mentioned this on extra points he talks about did the player have a presence now he has trouble saying the word but did he have a presence did he have a presence <laughs> in the league Paul Molitor does he have a presence that's perfect yeah well. Um, McGriff has 493 well, homers tied did, with did you Garrett. Did you just say eh, about Helton, Sal, because of Colorado, though? I don't know. I just thought that was my immediate mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, well, Check out Helton's so, yeah. numbers. They're fantastic. But you yeah. think this, you, you, you agree, Harry? 
You think the oh, same thing of absolutely. any Colorado player, right? If you brought Maybe. up Colorado yeah. or yeah. You, even Larry Walker, even though he yeah. made it right, well, like he hit three sixteen for his career. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, you know, very but good. But Darren, first what, did you, what did you feel about? What did you like? You look at Mattingly compared to McGriff. It's no, really look, no contest. Here's the problem. And Mattingly got twelve or sixteen votes. Mattingly's close, right? I, I think I think he's borderline. I don't. I think you I really can make don't an think argument. he's close. You can make an argument from because you know his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that did him in. Yeah, did him in. But other players uh-huh. like Kirby Puckett, right, whose careers were cut short and had some very uh, some issues off the field as well, right, um, were put in for injury. Like I think Thurman Munson is a Hall of Fame catcher. I think Hall, Thurman Munson should be in. He. He had a presence, Sal. Right, mm-hmm. you, like uh, Thurman Munson to me should be in. The guy right now that's not getting in, and it really pisses me off. And forget, so we don't. It's going to be political, but it's not political here. Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling yeah. is a hundred percent a Hall of Fame pitcher. Harry, don't don't shake your head because no, go ahead, go ahead. is I'm Max listening. Scherzer a Hall of Fame pitcher? Sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Schilling, if Scherzer's career ended now. Schilling has yeah. more wins than Max Scherzer does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Schilling won enough games and it was an exceptional postseason pitcher, over 3,000 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. How is he not? Because, because he's got a conservative political leanings. Now, I, again, I'm, I'm not the one bringing it up. This is what we're being told. This is the only explanation to why he's not in the Hall of Fame is because of his politics. Now it's going to go into politics for baseball players. That I think though, BS, I, you're, you're right. It's not putting him over the. And I hate not, Schilling. I hate him, <laughs> but he should be in the Hall of Fame. You're going to give his acceptance speech. What are you talking about? When he <laughs> he finally should, gets how is he not in the played, Hall of played Fame? Nineteen years, two hundred and sixteen wins. Harry, what does that even mean? But you yeah. can't. But you look at a lot of other guys that had two forty, two fifty, didn't get in. Two or yeah. two or less runs in like listen. Uh, 17 yeah. out of 19 or something like that. Historically great postseason pitcher as well. 11 and two. Yeah. There, there you go. He's, he's fantastic. I know he beat up the Yankees. Would, I like you it. Would Listen, maybe, him on the mound for that. Every so, time maybe, in a big game. Maybe yeah. I should agree with maybe chilling, chilling by the way, Harry. So yep. don't <laughs> ever put a pitcher in the hall of fame anymore because nobody's going to win more than 200 games. Right. Yep. That's true. Nobody's well, so now, win that now, many games. Yeah, now it's it's all so big. That's why I'm not why I'm not big into baseball anymore. All these stats are all these, wins. all these stats suck now because is of baseball, the way baseball's played now. If he has another five good years. No, oh, five. Oh, I don't know if he has five but, good years. But the question is, is if he lives out this yeah. kind, that, like, yeah. Schilling is a no brainer, and they're screwing him because because no, and the nobody wants uh, look, to put there, him there, in. There's some guy, Eddie, Eddie Murray political. didn't get in forever. Eddie Murray wasn't, it wasn't a political yep. thing. He didn't get along with the writers. I think that was, uh, of course, it's a political well, thing Sal, right now. But, but most of these writers, these guys, before Sal, we knew his, his uh, thoughts on Trump and everything else. He, most of these writers lean what way, right? Let's face it. We know which way they're leaning. Well, no, we just, but, but a lot of these guys just don't. Uh, don't grant interviews in the clubhouse and stuff like that. It comes down to that. Too. I think Schilling was always pretty accessible. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. Look, I'm I'm not maybe, sure maybe Sal, maybe I'll switch over and I'll say yes and, to Schilling. He did, Sal, uh, he did graduate not, from Yellow. If, if it's about that, 
then that's even that's even worse. All right, listen, it's the baseball Hall of Fame. Stupid, uh, mad that Schilling and Bonds and Clemens and Pete Rose aren't in. It's the worst of all of them. So what are you going to do? Football, I, you, if you I, stay under, if you stay under two and a half murders, you're good in football. <laughs> Parlay kid, Parlay kid, where, where did I, let's see, where did Schilling go to college? <laughs> Don't get him. Never started. get this one. Schilling, where did he go to? Uh, Never Gilbert, get it. Gilbert, Arizona University. Actually <laughs> close out. Al, as Al, he's from Phoenix, but he did go to Yavapai College in Prescott, Arizona. I was going to say really? Juco. Yeah. Wow. wow. Prescott. Harry, how far does he live from you now? Can you go there? Yeah, go there. Yeah. You want right. to parlay kids, you go there with signs. I, uh, Sal. All right. <laughs> put him in. Bro, brother Bry agrees with me on Shill. Oh, he yeah. I mean, said a word. Look, I, I'm one of those guys. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like uh, all of these guys should get in. What is it like at this point? It, it just it's such a joke. Just, yeah, if you want to have an asterisk next to the guy's name, but put him in the Hall of Fame. Who cares? Yeah. It's tough. Not, yeah. not chilling, but like the McGriff, by the way, whatever. Darren had 300, 300 more hits than Mattingly, too. McGriff, uh, 493 homers, same as Lou Gehrig. In my eyes, better than Lou Gehrig. Better. <laughs> I know. I just, listen, first of all, these guys that end up with 493. Well, McGriff was the Yankees farmhand, by the way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gehrig obviously had an excuse. These guys end up with 493. Don't you just tough it out for, even if it takes three right. more years to get no, to 500? I think it's smart. 500 such a difference. I think it's so smart. I think this is what delayed it. I think if he's at like 600. Played the third most games at first base ever. Sal, yeah. which is, think about it. There's, I know which player it is, but can you imagine the guy that stuck around? His average was like 301, and then he stuck around too long. And it ended well, they up said this like about Mickey Mantle, but this is, yeah, it, didn't, it, it didn't hurt his, career, his Hall of Fame. I know, um, but like just from a personal but, standpoint, like, yeah. you know, I think, you know, Baseball is a very easy sport to embarrass yourself in. Yeah, when you stick around too long, right? And like, right, that it, you're hitting like one eighty. But like, it, Darren, like, what am I doing the, this for? It worked out for Pujols. Pujols, Pujols stick around, yeah, right? Well, he was getting in anyway. No, but Pujols is fourth on the list. He was he was, he was going to be fifth if he didn't stick around for the last two. Yeah, I do yeah. worry though. I'm looking at the career leaders in home runs, and you get McGriff at four ninety three, but there are some in the four sixties. Yeah, you know, you know, I don't want Chipper Jones in there at 468, right? And he did mm. it in a lot fewer at bats than like a Dave Winfield or a, you know, uh, you know, the guys, some guys who did it, you know, even like Reggie uh, right up there. It's weird. So I don't know. Like Nelson Cruz has 459 in 8200 at bats. Not bad. Yeah, okay. so I don't know. I just you just gotta. It's a slippery slope with some <laughs> of these. Uh, but I think if you're hovering around 500. In this day and age, I think you got to get it. Babyface, what do you think of this? I mean, for someone that's so passionate about the Hall of Fame, did the Sicoli family ever take a road trip to Cooperstown? That's oh, of course. Oh, yes. yeah. It's yeah. been a long time. Now. I go up there all the time. Joel, yeah. how am I not in the no Softball Hall of Fame? How is that happening? How is <laughs> that not right. a 800 I, career average? We need that brother John on to give the official number. I like John that. John will tell you. John will tell John you. He'll tell honest. me. John will tell me. All right. Uh, what do we do? I want to talk Lakers, whatever. Uh, Anthony Davis is 25 to one now for MVP. Mm-hmm. He scored 99 points in two games, Bry. He's been awesome. He's like, yeah. what, since mid 
I mean, sometime in November, he's averaging like 35 a game or yeah. 15. How about, how about in the last nine games? Last nine games, eight of them, he shot 60% or better. Well, yeah. Let's also say the biggest accomplishment is nobody has sent around any Twitter, like any videos of him falling to the ground. That's right. the biggest accomplishment for him. And that's yeah, why it's so much easier to score so when well. you're standing when up. You're standing, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, they Simmons, Simmons told me the other day, though, Sal. He told me the other day Tatum is a lock. Just lock it in. I know. He's been fifth. telling me that, too. And he's favored now. He and Luca now favored plus mm-hmm. 250. Giannis plus 270. I hope I hope Tatum goes away. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even look. The Lakers, uh, Lakers, Cavs. That's a fun one. That was my EP tonight. pick today. Was the Lakers getting four? Eight Lakers and two in the last four. time. There yeah. you go. And and Martin has uh, LeBron over twenty six. I think uh, that's probably smart too. Maybe unless Davis, he doesn't want to be embarrassed uh, by that team. Am I losing this game? Damn it! I'm going to lose this Switzerland game. Wait, what is it? Two, two nothing at half. I'm getting a goal and a half here. Oh, that sucks. Portugal's up two nothing. Portugal's up to nothing. Wow. And they'll play, they'll play yeah. Morocco. If, uh, is it win. true that Ronaldo didn't start today too? Someone sent me a text. There's, I don't know if that's yeah, right. There's something was, with him getting a crazy benched. contract with the, yeah. the Arab league or something. I don't know what it is. He anyway. Was today. Yeah. All right. We will be back. Uh, what Thursday morning. We're going to do uh, the picks for Thursday night. What's the Thursday night game. It's terrible. Raiders, Raiders Rams Raiders. Yeah, Raiders, Raiders. Hey, Raiders right. games are fun. I mean, I will, right. I will You're say right. Raiders, right. Raiders games are fun yeah. regardless of if they suck Always or whatever. Fun. Like they're, they're entertaining Always games. Fun. They better win they'll, this they'll one. Keep, they'll keep the Rams in this game. Don't worry. Is there a more boring team right now than the Rams? Um, no. It does. Gosh, they are boring. Yeah. They are, I cannot believe how the Rams have become so yeah. boring. We can't move the ball. We can't move the ball, but it was worth oh. it. Right. I guess it's worth it to have a championship. It was worth it. It was worth it. Got this super. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's going to do it for another episode of uh, Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.